Okay, jokey. Welcome, <laughs> especially to my friend Matt, who has basically introduced me to the ecosystem of Spotify and Anchor. And so this is an anchor. I'm happy sea urchin, and this is a podcast. And if you favorite this, it means that I can invite you to have a conversation. So, uh, Matt, uh, Wendy, uh, Jane, uh, other people who I know who I'll share this with uh, will be able to will be able to quite easily, I think, join and create a podcast. Okay, so we have our separate podcast that is we're anchored to our own individual podcasts. But when we uh, share a podcast and we converse, uh, the thing that we record is actually um, added to our separate podcasts, as it were. So we're kind of together and we're kind of apart. Isn't that just the way it is? <laughs> so um, this is a call out to Matt, who basically started to initiate the notion of a podcast. And he basically sent me one, which perhaps you've heard, an introductory one. Um, Phenomenal is his uh, username, his handle. And it's very frank. So he's wanting to, sorry, you, <laughs> Matt, is wanting to explore a completely open way to communicate. And he knows that he's capable of doing that with me. And I think that is possible. There are certain areas which I find a little bit tricky, but not many, as I'm sure you're aware. And so it's, um, and I think I've heard this phrase before, experiments in radical transparency. And uh, I think this is in the same realm. So... For me, my emphasis is on weeness. Okay, how do we plunge the depths of weeness? So it is, so you are listening now. Now, this is not a probability. When I'm recording it, it's a probability, it's a possibility. I know Matt will listen to this, and so, hi Matt. And I would guess Wendy is because we've done one recording, but it's fairly heavy, whereas this is quite easy. I think you could just use a phone. Um, and I've mentioned another person. Now, these are probabilities or possibilities. However, when that person, i.e. you met, actually listens, there is no probability. You're actually listening to it. And this is a trick. And this is a mechanism. I call it reflexive reading in academia. But I think we can do this for this medium. I've done it for video. And I think we could do it for audio. So it's an imaginative hermeneutic. So when we're talking, we're aware, like I am now, that I'm talking in the past relative to you. Okay? I'm not trying to pull you back to my moment now. So anybody else who ever hears this, they are listening in their time reference. And they are live. And they are in the future. Okay. Relative to you, you're listening. There'll be a person in the future listening to this. 
And so whatever it is that you think is important when you're listening is also secondary to the person in the future who is listening. And that person who is listening at their moment is in the present. And so therefore we all share this. We're all listening in the present moment. Whatever our chronological period in time, we're all listening in the present, which means that we may invite people to listen. So for example, I could say um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk is listening now. Now, of course, the chances of that are so improbable, it's just minuscule, okay? And you may think this too. However, if for whatever reason, well, using scale, <laughs> um, this podcast happened to get in the hands of Elon Musk, then Elon Musk is listening now. So therefore, we should only refer to people if we actually really would like them to be listening. And we really do have something important or useful to say. Now, in this case, I'm abusing Elon Musk because, you know, it's very early days and there's lots of other things that we could be talking about to, to, to interest uh, Elon Musk. So we'd have to be careful. Or anybody else that we refer to. Now, I would like to think that we actually refer and invite people that we know. Okay, so we're basically strengthening the relationship of we together. For us to achieve that level of depth of we-ness with Elon Musk would be a significant global shift. It would indicate that we have conducted a major global shift. Why? Because you and I, we don't know Elon Musk and he's one of the wealthiest people on the planet. And if he managed to, for whatever reason, uh, listen to this, or this kind of thing, or start to achieve, start to, yeah, accept this way of communicating and to share relationality. It would, it would, it would obviously be quite significant. <laughs> However, we need to amass ourselves together and to act together in a way which is significant. That's the only way this is going to work. Okay, as far as I'm concerned, is otherwise it's just, well, I'm quite old, I'm 51, so nobody's listening to a 51-year-old. So unless you're in a power position of some description, whereas I'm not. So the power that we manifest is from the powerlessness that we are in. And it's acknowledging that powerlessness. And yet combining, we manifest power. We share a deep level of existence. We share a certain perspective or different perspectives on the state of the world. And we are together uh, to face these things. And that means I would like to think in this first little invitation, we are together. But how do we manifest this? How do we know this to be true? How do we know this to be true? So that we never ever question it okay even when we're alone <laughs> even when we're just sitting there going good grief i'm terrible at this i'm terrible at that i haven't been able to communicate this oh the state of the world oh that's happening or oh, this and i feel alone and yet we never do of course we will of course we will of course we'll feel alone. that's kind of a beautiful experience part of life however there's a certain level of weeness that we do not leave we, we, okay, 
I mean, we've, me, for example, with our families, have certain levels of separation. We may have different ideas and different perspectives with our own family that we were born into. However, the actual truth of the fact we were born into it is true. It's just true. You can't deny it. It's a biological route. Well, we're looking for the psychological equivalent, the psychosocial equivalent to a family, not biologically based. I mean, if you went back far enough, we're all part of the same biological family. We all seem to be inherited. We, we've all um, evolved from whatever that monkey was. <laughs> I can't remember the name of that monkey. Uh, meant to be the ancestor to all human beings. Lucy. Could be Lucy, actually. <laughs> I think it's named Lucy. Um, so we're all brothers and sisters in a way. Okay. However, we're looking for the psychosocial route, which is located in the present, which is located in the present, which has future orientation. So we're not really looking at the biological route in our families or the biological ancestral route. We're looking for the present-minded, future-orientated. So in the same way, I'd like to suggest we have, I'm just thinking it now, as you can tell, the Lucy's some kind of ancestor, I don't know, 60,000 years ago or 120,000 years ago, whenever it was. Um, no, more than that. More than that. Um, in the future, I think that there's an equivalent thing in the future, but not 40,000 years or 60,000, 100,000 years in the future. Um, but, uh, well, actually, maybe. I mean, imagine that. Imagine if we had a sense of togetherness that we have that extends for 100,000 years into the future. I mean, we managed to, somehow, humanity manages to get a sense of union uh, in the future. Um, okay, let's just say 20 years. <laughs> let's say global unity. Okay, that's what I call it. So if we operate as global unity, we've managed to achieve some kind of political parity, economic parity, and we have some form of peace where, you know, it's a bit like we've had in the UK where, you know, where we haven't actually killed each other. We don't really kill each other. That kind of thing, okay? We don't really exploit each other. However, we're doing it in a self-organized way. And we're not doing it because we're exploiting other people on the planet, okay, with the resources and our various financial structures. But we actually have managed to engender a balanced, globally balanced environment, with multicultural, multiple perspectives, all this kind of stuff. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, if we manage to achieve that, that's in the future. So is it possible that by rooting an intention in the present towards that future, this is the level of weeness that we require? Okay, so that it's unquestioned. Just in the same way it's unquestioned our families that we've been born into, Lucy that we evolved from, some point in the future, we are together. And we're acting from that principle. We're acting from that principle. So there's, we can question each other, we can question what we're doing, of course we can, but at some level, we are aligned to the same objective. And if it's within our lifetimes, we achieve it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be beautiful? So, anyway, I've talked long enough, it's uh, now approaching 12 minutes. Um, okay, so the, be the beautiful thing about a conversation is that this is a slightly longer one, you know, when we're doing our own little podcasts, as it were, 
but because it takes time. That's the thing about these conversation little pieces. It takes time. The interesting thing about it is the time. It's not time out with like work and um, anything else we do. It's a choice that we make. And the time that we take listening is in the same dimension, exactly the same dimension as whatever it is that we're going to achieve is global unity. So the time that we take to listen to 50 minutes of something and practice something. So, for example, Buddhists, when they sit there for an hour or you sit there for 20 minutes or 10 minutes or an hour or whatever it is, however long you take to meditate, that state of mind is part of one's existence from birth to death. It's not outside of it. People think that meditation is this refuge. It's outside of our normal reality. It's not. What it's doing, it's increasing the amount of time one maintains that state in the continuity of one's existence from birth to death. So the more you practice it, like a Buddhist for seven years, facing a wall, that's a lot of time. A lot of time <laughs> doing this practice of silence, basically. Silencing the mind, and the feelings and the emotions, and being super sensitive to originating thought, you know, tranquility, the equanimity, all those beautiful qualities. So, so similarly, um, this is not a thing outside of our time. This is part of our lives. And as we expand our sense of weeness beyond the person talking, into everybody who ever listens and then you meet them that's beautiful so I'm thinking of the various people listening now beautiful, beautiful people beautiful people and if you could you might not know these other people maybe you do and you'll acknowledge how beautiful they are and if you don't the day that you do won't it be beautiful and hopefully we will no longer have to do the external observation of others or the external mistrust and all the various things that we do automatically when we meet people, tell them about ourselves. We basically have a mutual engagement at a deep level. Quicker. Because we're not going to tell other people about things. That's not the point of our communications. I even feel it when I just did the conversation with Wendy where I felt kind of outside of what she was saying. And yet, because she said, do you get what I'm saying? And I'm like, yeah, of course, because I'm following. It's almost like you're driving in a car and then you turn around to the person beside you and then you say, so you're going to get, in, have you been in the car? You know, like, yeah, I, I think I have. And then you notice that you've just outside the car because they've assumed that you haven't been in the car with them. It's very, very weird. Um... Whereas we are within each other. There's a kind of thing that starts to happen with listening. Anyway, I don't know. I'm uh, <laughs> wandering a little bit. Not quite wandering, but once we can do this and we have an experience of this, as you're experiencing this now, and we manage to stabilize it. So we stabilize a meta um, state 
of listening within our own existences, biology, psychology, emotion, spirit, with others as we're listening. The joy of that. But also to do that in presence with others, even if it is mediated through this technology. Really, a weeness. We. Very small. The wee little thing. A weeness. So, thank you very much, um, Matt, for initiating this. And thank you very much for uh, friends who are generous enough to listen and welcome. Uh, we are invited to communicate in a way which is respectful of our relative positions, perspectives, and the state of the world. Yeah. Be well. <laughs>